we are on episode 67 of finding agents around the country that we get to bring in and talk to about how they're putting the consumer first. And today we got a big dog. Big dog. We got a South Bay whale. Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast hosted by Jeff Seabot and Phil Sexton. It's time to put the consumer first in real estate. Our podcast offers state-of-the-art internet tactics and lead conversion methods. We teach you how to become a better realtor and a more valued resource that your sphere will want to use. The number one luxury agent in the South Bay. But you're from the South Bay, so you like are comfortable with it. For those that are watching around the country, we're talking... Well, South Bay is, is if you live in the San Francisco area, then it's about the South Bay up there. If you live in the Los Angeles area, then it's the South Bay of the Santa Monica Bay. And it's uh, basically David Kasky of Kasky and Kasky's on air. I can't hold it off anymore. Welcome to the party, sir. Hey, thanks for having me. You know, I now I feel like I finally made it, right? Get yeah. right here. <laughs> That's awesome. So you didn't feel like you made it when you were when you were on the Real Trends national team list and ranked number seventy six in the country. That was nice, but this is real. <laughs> <laughs> I, love this. I wonder why people like him. I, I like. I just am thankful that we got someone that we're looking up the ladder to, right? Because he's he beat us uh, by quite a bit last year. Nice. Two hundred and twenty five million in sales volume last year. That is a slow clap. Bye. All well done. Yeah, he beat you, Jeff. What did you get last year? I'm okay. I'm okay. We're, oh, we're right, going right, right. to be pretty close this year. So, <laughs> Dave has also been featured um, at the California Association of Realtors Expo. He was on, uh, was it a panel that you were on with effective team branding or did you do a presentation there? That was a, both basically. Both panels, because you were also at on stage at the NAR convention, uh, uh, talking about social media marketing. Absolutely, absolutely. Where was where was where was that? That was in Boston. I was blown how many people showed up to that event. That was that was a big. Like, how big? How big was it? You know what? It, it, maybe there were you know fifty thousand people there. That's oh, crazy. At NAR it was huge. Yes. I can't. I, I that that I'm amazed. We always go up to uh, Inman. Inman Connect in San Francisco. I don't know if you've ever been there or not. Yeah. And that's you know three thousand, four thousand, maybe five thousand different years. But fifty thousand just seems. Oh, the uh, was booked. It was crazy. They had shuttle buses running every five minutes. It was a lot of people. And How do you get some good that. clam chowder then with all those freaking people there? <laughs> you gotta go to the You gotta go. You gotta know where to go. You gotta get local, just like real estate. You gotta find people. Nice. Did you have any connections up there that you knew that were local? Absolutely. <laughs> a lot of we're talking. We're talking to Dave Cassidy. I know, what but it's think? East Coast. He's a West Coaster. I mean, well, maybe. You know, are you trying to say that? I mean, he's a USC graduate. He earned a master's degree in real estate finance. You think the only West Coast kids go to USC? No, I was Come thinking because he used to be a top agent with Strand Hill Properties or with Christie International. Still is that is. how you got to? Are you still with Christie's International? Or I always thought that they broke off on your own. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So, you know, it's kind of a team within a team. We, we were at a brokerage for 25 years, a local one that sold out and um, they're no longer around. So the top, you know, 20 of us started our own company called Strand Hill 
and we're a Christie's affiliate. So we are Christie's International. And awesome. That's that's where we're at now. But you know, it's the same people I've been working with for 20 years. Yeah. So do you know locally here, Christie International, the name that comes up to my mind is Walt Danley? I don't. I don't. We've only been Christie's for two years and I don't you know, I know a lot of people, but I don't know every city yet. Yeah, no, I don't expect it. I just only because that's my only connection I have to Christie's is knowing that. And he is the I would say because we're more mid, we are more mid luxury. We're, you know, maybe two million to two point five, three million. And he's he serves the what I think you do is the, the super luxury as well. I imagine being out in the South Bay, you got some super luxury out there. Absolutely. Yeah, we're very fortunate here that price range goes from basically a million up to 20 million. Yeah. What was the most expensive house you sold maybe this year or last year? Like, give me a big number uh, so I can be, I so we can the, move. I sold the most expensive home in our area, in our city, uh, 20 million. Wow. wow. Let's see. Is that what's the percentage uh, on top of our highest sale? I don't think we talk commission three, on the show. No, three five. I don't oh, mean commission. Oh, I mean, oh. was he a thousand percent higher value of our highest sale? Ours price, was, was three. It, ours was three five. Right. Three, like five. we we have to. Um, and that know. was big in Phoenix. It was actually a bigger house. Yeah. In Scottsdale, right? Yeah, it was a big house in DC Ranch. Have you ever been to Phoenix? I have not. Really? I gotta come out there. I'm gonna get the tour yeah. from you guys. Let's do oh, it. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, awesome. I love it. All, All right, right, so we get more accolades. I think he's a. I mean, well, I, he, I like him the most because he's a tech guy, and I've heard you say nothing about his technology. Other than he's, on, than he's on stage talking about his okay, social media right, marketing. Let's right, get into right, that. Good. Why you? Why did they say, "Hey, Dave Kasky, would you please come talk to us about your social media presence?" You know what? I, I'm. I think it was just because what we're doing stands out from everyone else in our area. And I got to be honest, I don't, I'm not the tech guy. I oversee everything, but I've got great people on my staff that really educate, educate me and, and walk me through it and take care of everything because I am an older realtor. I've been in the business for 25 years. It's really hard to, to be on the cutting edge of all this and do all the business that we do. So I'm more of a supervisor, shall we say. <laughs> You got to have a grasp of it and you got to be able to coordinate everything and make it happen. Agreed. I think that some of the videos that I've seen, some of the listing videos, you guys have cool houses that have awesome views, right? So the videos that you produce are really interesting because they're not in cookie cutting, cookie cutter neighborhoods. They're, they're unique and they're, do you host that production in house or do you outsource that? 50-50. We have uh, the videographer is probably outsourced, but our in-house marketing person is the one that designs it, edits it, makes it perfect. Wow. That's exciting. Now, cool. we, we, we do quite a bit of video ourselves, and um, I think we do maybe 75, 25 outsourced, something like that. 75 in-house. 75 in-house, maybe right. 80% in-house. Interesting. You got more stuff to talk about him. You, I can keep going on the list. So you were ranked number sixteen in LA's residential real estate agents list by the LA Business Journal. Is that last year, or has that been like the average over years? No, one year. I think that was two thousand seventeen. So you're, but you're number one in the South Bay. So is it like the? I mean, who's you got fifteen people above you that are outside of the South Bay? Is that all the like Beverly Hills, Calabasas agents, or what areas are the? Are those guys in 
or gals? Almost every one of them is in Beverly Hills. And, and those guys are selling 30 to 50 to $80 million properties. And yeah. So we met with okay. uh, Ben Bacow. I don't know if he's still any good. <laughs> I, I haven't heard of him. Okay. Yeah. And then there was the, who was the, is it, a, we had a lady visit the, our agent truth I'm not going to be able to do okay. that. Uh, big hair. She calls herself LA's number one realtor. Yeah, uh, she's uh, she's always on stage at Inman, like Doris or Betty or something. <laughs> yeah, Dave doesn't know that guy. Okay, that gal. All right. So last last but not least, and then we'll get into some of our questions. Is that you have received three platinum level and two gold level awards from the Association of Marketing and Communication Professionals for your unique efforts in electronic media, social media, and interactive media. Well done. Yeah, so give us one example of something that you do that's a little bit different in that arena just to kind of educate us. So I guess one of the key things is that since we have a higher price point, we can spend more money on doing something creative. And I've got a good team that is very outside the box and every property is different. So we do a lot of crazier things and we can spend some some real money on the video production and and whatever. So everyone's different. And I've got a great team that works with me. They're so creative and so invested in it. That's what really makes it all happen. That's all right. Well, awesome. I got to hear more. No, I get an example. Well, I, I, was, I think what maybe we'll do is let's tell us about your team, how big it is, how, what different, maybe you have some team members that other traditional agents don't have, because you seem to really be proud of the people. So tell us about that. And then maybe some specific examples. All right. So it's my wife and I, and we really do the real estate part of it, the day to day, the in and out with the buyers and the sellers. And so we have uh, our office, what do you call it? The chief of staff is this wonderful person, Deanna, who is so creative and outside of the box with the marketing that we handle the business end and she really helps us with the marketing part, helps us to understand how to make things happen. And this is it. Like you can't get to this level because there's not enough time to do everything. You have to have a good team member. So she runs the show. We have a graphics and marketing person. And between the two, they really come up with and, and handle all these things, bring them to us. We, we bet them. We make sure that it's kind of speaking to our voice and then we give them the go ahead and they, they knock it out. So then are you actually outsource then part of it? I mean, you were, you're, I'm sorry, the creative is obviously in-house. You guys are the brains behind it with the, the two resources that you have in-house. But it, so there's only four people on your team. Is there any buyer's agents? Is there any, you know, oh, listing so that's, agents? That's just kind of on my team, uh, like for, for my wife and I. But we have 12 other agents that work with us. And they're the buyer's agents and they do a bunch of other things. And then we have a full-time concierge person that helps for my listings. That'll go meet the appraiser, uh, put the sign up, take care of everything with the property, make sure if they're vacant, visit them once a week, that sort of thing. And then we have a transaction coordinator and an office assistant all in one position. And she handles everything for us. Make sure that our service is really perfect. Everybody has specialized so that the transaction really goes smoothly. Okay. So then what is that? So, cause you were saying 
in certain helping you on your specific stuff, you have the the two people. But what is the total amount of people on the t- on the Kasky and Kasky team? I'd say it's eighteen as of today. Wow. Awesome. With a dozen agents, he said, right? Yeah. So about a half a dozen staff. And because you do the higher volume, usually the transaction, I know for, we do, the volume we do is a little more than double what the average is locally. So we do more transactions to you. But how many transactions do you guys do collectively for the 12 of you to make up the 200, you know, some million? So we're, you know, we're probably at maybe 100, 105 this year. Wow. Okay. So the average sales price around in the, in the 2 million range, that's still a pretty good number. Yeah. Yeah. It's about right. I think awesome. uh, All right. maybe three, 3 million might be a little more accurate. I mean, three okay. million average. We get some low ones, we get some high ones, but three is kind of right at the center of our market. Right. Good deal. Awesome. So do you, do you do a lot of just, you know, at that price point, just as you know, we're talking to people and I know there's people in Vegas and people in Northern California. Is that a lot? Is there condos? Is it only luxury homes that you sell? Do you sell flats? Do you sell um, urban, any urban stuff? I mean, what, what does that look like? So basically all of our city is single family homes. There are some two on a lot townhomes and that's probably maybe 5% of the market, but the majority of it is single family. And since it's a very small community, there's some downtown and uh, other business corridors. We do, I actually have a commercial company also, and we have been doing a bigger percentage of the local commercial. And the reason for that is the people that own that commercial all live here and they're kind of our clients anyway. So it's a really good fit to our business. Perfect. That's awesome. Yeah, I like it. Good deal. So with the podcast theme of putting the consumer first, I think we get into some, I think it's time that we jump into the consumer first questions. Yeah, I'm more interested in you guys change the colors. Yeah, it's great, right? The solution. (laughs) We used to be yellow, now we're green. It's good. Time to put the consumer first in real estate is still there though. And so let's get into it. Let's ask them. So what we like to do in asking the consumer questions and how you guys help put buyers and sellers first is that we separate those categories. And so we're going to start with the seller's side of the business. And maybe you can give them an example to to start off. I mean, I totally respect this dude. I wanted his opinion on if he thinks we're going in the right direction or not, if it's okay if I asked you for that. Because what we see is that the brokers in today's business are really good at risk reduction and all that stuff. But with the competitors of, you know, Zillow and these online companies and these iBuyers coming into our space, that the realtor is almost – I don't know, being pushed deeper, deeper into the transaction, like, you know, almost like we're getting pushed out of our space. And I think that because agents have been too focused on trying to just grow their business, where when they're doing any classes on improving or whatever it is, it's always about how do I get more listings and, you know, cold calling and all that stuff, where we think that the future and how we're going to be able to keep our job the same without any commission compression is by doing more for buyers and sellers. And what we call on the theme is putting the consumer first. And that's not just in the experience because what we we hear from other realtors is that they do a lot for the 
experience, meaning, you know, you have your own parking spot for the buyer when they show up and they, you know, they get cupcakes and they do all this stuff, but it's really, we're, we're interested, you know, what do you think of that whole idea of learning to put the consumer first? Well, that's the basis of our whole business model. And in this town, there's a realtor on every single block. There's 5,000 realtors in a city of 50,000 people. And what sets you apart is your service and how you, you handle your clients and your business. Our clients here are extremely sophisticated and they know what they want. And so we, we try to blow them away with extra service, but professional qualified extremely well organized and, and that's how we do it and that builds your business so i don't really worry about getting more business i worry about taking care of my current business because that naturally gets you more business they nothing better than a, a guy saying oh, yeah. hey, realtor is the best and, and referring you in i would say maybe 80 percent of our business now is referral yeah, that's awesome. No, I actually, this is our whole theme is, is the better you do have a job, then you don't really have to worry about much else. I mean, you got to make sure your word's out there, but that, that, that creates the business for you. Okay. So with that, um, putting the consumer first in real estate, tell me how you for a seller, we give it like three categories, meaning what do you do to either get people more money, either sell the house faster or less hassle? Any of those would be acceptable. Let us know. For a seller, it's extremely important to not even bring their house out until it's ready. And we go through maybe two weeks of work to get that done. I used to be a contractor. I've been working with the same guys for 30 years. I pick up the phone. They'll be there the next day. Whatever punch list the house needs is done. If they need it to be painted or new gate, new fence, whatever. We take care of everything. We don't show anything until it's perfect. And we really make sure that it's staged and every single thing that you would do if you were going to sell your house, we get it done. We get it done for quick and we get it done for a great price. And that's a big, big part of our market here because your first impression around here carries a lot, lot of weight. It's but very- you're actually taking care of it for the seller. I mean, you're doing the arranging. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Um, we, we go over there with our designer. Designer creates a punch list of maybe, you know, five to 30 things that they should do. Seller says, okay, uh, I'll agree to this, this, but not that. Whatever they agree to, my concierge guy, the next day we'll meet our contractor or whoever it is over there, the landscaper, and we get it done. Very wow. fast. The quick turnaround is extremely important. Buyers, That's sellers. good want to go you got to do it quick so is that included in the commission no the service of that no on occasion maybe we 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 do some but it's all kind of things that delayed maintenance or any other thing that the, the seller would need anyway so it's a good value for the seller and for the buyer so we just get it done up front but the seller typically pays Okay, so they pay for the service of arranging it or and they also pay for the actual cost of doing the work? Or do you offer the service? What's that? We offer the service. We manage it. We have a concierge that, that coordinates everything, gets the bids, and they just pay for the actual vendor. Right, but your, your guys, your contacts, the amount of business that you do gets it done 
at a good price and when you need it done. Yeah, and right? that's because a lot of people don't have time for these other things. Otherwise, they'd already be done. And if you're going to bring a listing out on Thursday and you get it on Monday, you better have your contractor there Tuesday, Wednesday to get it dialed in. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much you know about our businesses. We offer the same uh, the same service. I mean, we actually created a position on our team that's called that we call it a stager, although she doesn't bring in furniture. Are you helping them do remodel stuff too, or because like we help people in what I say improving their you know their house sometimes? So we have one right now. It's a six point eight million dollar listing that we had on the market for a couple of weeks, uh, three months this summer. And the owner finally moved out and it's vacant. We're doing a $150,000 remodel on the house, helping her out, coordinating everything. And then we're going to bring it on the market in January. So that's the high end. And then, you know, it goes from the, from just having staging or bringing in flowers or landscapers. So we do it all, whatever it takes, like small to extremely large. Yeah, that's awesome. Good I love deal. it. All right. So so in our business, we always say that that like we believe that doing that returns people more money is the thing that he's looking at, but it also sells the house faster. Do you see that as well when you make those changes that because what we've noticed is it almost sells it like five times faster when we when they follow the recommendations that our team recommends. Do you see any results like that? Five times faster. Absolutely. I mean, our goal is to sell it in two to three weeks, right? And some properties are on the market for six to seven months right now because things are getting a little more imbalanced where buyers and sellers are in check. So you have to make your property stick out. And one of the things I've noticed over the years is a property in excellent condition, there's many more buyers. A lot of buyers don't have time. They don't have vision. They don't want to mess with it, especially the higher the price range the more picky they are. So yeah, I've noticed that as well. Jeff calls it the buyer pool, right? And the buyer pool is either this big or it's this big. It's one or the other. <laughs> well, well, no, what it is is, well, no, we say if your house is moving ready, there's just lots of buyers, right? I mean, that's what you're saying is, is that if it's, if they don't have to do anything, everybody wants that where the buyer pool is like this big when you got lots of things that, you know, Dated and yes, but even like, what I thought you were saying is that he helps them like, cause what we do is we pay to clean the windows and pay to clean the carpet and, and we do touch up paint and we just make sure all the, like, cause you want to present it in the, what I call it is wedding day. It seems like you have a similar approach. Right. You're right. It's, it's, as an agent, you're smart to spend that money because it's only going to help you. It's going to help everyone. And it, it's a great idea. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. All right. How about the flip side? So do you still, are you, um, I know that you run the team. Are you also still involved in listing presentations? Do you go on listing appointments? You're still heavily involved in meet in production or are you solely team supervising manager in the office? So I would say my wife and I are spend 90% of our time with clients, buyers, sellers in doing production and that's oh, wow. the team because we don't have the ability or the time to handle all the other things. So we specialize in, in let other team members handle those things, but we're very, very active and very involved in just the the business of real estate. Right. Okay. Cool. So that's super impressive. Yes. That you're. I mean, I love. I mean, to me, I'm a huge fan of Darren Hardy, 
And Darren Hardy says, if you want to grow your business, obviously you guys are killing it out there. He says you got to you got to be prospecting, presenting, or negotiating, which is always with the client, right? Meaning, yes. um, and that I sounds do. like you, I mean, you just sound like a really good businessman because he's doing everything that you're supposed to be doing. Because it's funny because we see agents that struggle with their business is that they want to do all of the stuff. And you're like, no, it's mixed up. You're supposed to spend all your time with the client, not doing all the individual pieces, but that's why you built a great team. Right, right. All right, so let's hear on to the buyers, right? So putting the consumer first in real estate, tell me how you help a buyer. So same thing, like we had three categories for the seller. It's buyers we know want less hassle. We talked about that a little bit on the sell side because that's what they want to buy. They want less time or the best house for the best deal is there anything you do specifically to identify you know to help them with that with that it's all about the value here and in the problem in the beach cities is that every house is different every location it can one block closer to the beach can be a million dollars difference in the lot and so it's all about education and you need to you need to have an agent that is an expert in the market that can go back 20 years in his head and know exactly what every property sold for, what it's worth, why this location takes a long time to sell, why this one will sell in one day. And it's market, basically market knowledge. And the best thing you can do for a buyer is kind of get them on board, educate them, show them around and like appraisals, you know, you can have five appraisers and you'll get five different answers because it's so unique. You need to let the buyer understand what is valuable so that when they find the right home, they're comfortable in paying that price. So education for the buyers is number one. And then the second most important thing would be a lot of buyers don't want to buy a fixer upper, but those are where you get the better deal. So we can handle from A to Z all of the remodel and all those things and, and coordinate, hook them up with the right contractor. And it's super easy. So between the two things, it's all about getting a good value, knowing the market and being able to, to buy any property, whether it needs work or not. Yeah. I so you tackled less hassle and then best deal for best house. So well done. I mean, did you ever, I mean, we've been fixing up helping people similarly and we debated a few years ago about buying the contractor. Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> totally. And I was a contractor and I, I know that business extremely well. That's why I'm a realtor now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. We made the yeah, right we, yeah, we, we, made like, the right we were thinking the same thing. We're yeah. like, you know what, boy, you could do that better, but I'll just watch from over here. Right. <laughs> Well, and also I think that it, I mean, the conversation that we've had is that, that we don't want to blur the lines of what our motivation is in encouraging people to get work done. And if we own a construction company and we're trying to convince sellers that this is what needs to happen on their house to get more money for the house, and we're going to profit off of that, it doesn't look as organic as when it's totally separate. We're just bringing in guys that are third parties. We have nothing to do with their business. We're just, we just know that they do good work. Right. And then the other part of it is, Really, you got to be dedicated to what you do and do it well. And I don't really have the mental capacity to get involved in anything else. I just want to sell. And if I can specialize, wins. we win, they win, it's better. That's right. what I think. Yeah. I want to get back to this. I want to get back to this. 
Well, I mean, the thing is, is I'm shucking and jiving when I'm on the listing appointment. And sometimes, I mean, I had a, a seller today. I mean, the house is only in the 900s. And he just couldn't understand. I mean, I understand. I'm curious because luxury properties are different. But what we're seeing buyers is be very finicky on price and that they don't want to overpay for anything. And what we're seeing is, is that buyers won't make offers early on if they don't feel that it's priced right, that they'll wait for it to sit before they make the offer. And I was trying to actually... I'm trying to get this guy top dollar and we average about 5.3% higher than the average realtor in the houses that we sell. And I told him that you're going to get more by being priced closer to value because in Arizona, we have 50,000 realtors and we only sell a hundred thousand houses. We actually, you know, similar sounded like there's one on every block, like your place, but that buyer, you know, having it priced closer to where the value is, then the offers come, you know, it sells faster and for more money. Cause if you wait to get to the right price, I mean, is that different in the, in the, in the super luxury market? Oh, it's even more pronounced. And I've always wondered, you know, buyers and sellers, they don't want to listen to you when you tell them that theory, but if you can just walk up to them and you can give them the visual display of more buyers, <laughs> that's the total people don't listen and it is great i agree price is so important and you know you're gonna use that so or you oh he's already no he's probably too classy to use it right? he's already got like, it he's got a jacket on it. he's yeah. got a fancy picture behind that's him i mean this guy in the picture <laughs> that guy's on snap he was just surfing that day yeah that's right that's right that's my marketing guy right there. Graphic artist. Getting wow. It's a good picture. Wow. So awesome. Uh, we got to like, we got to ask him. Yeah. Yeah. So how about creative marketing, right? Like you, cause you back to the social media. I mean, is there anything that you do out there that you find, is it because your houses look prettier after you fix them up, you get more people. I mean, what do you, anything out there you want to share? You know what? Everyone says, Hey, you always have the best listings. And if you strive to get the best listings and do the best marketing and show them the best light and take care of the properties, other people who are concerned about that will come to you. And so, yeah, I mean, the real secret of all this is just super hard work, do full service for every single client, do what's best for them and your, your business will grow. That, Does that's your phone ring off the hook then? <laughs> It, it, I mean, I mean, oh, I well for us the luxury clients, they like the agent to be a hundred percent accessible. Do you find that as well, or are you able to structure that at all? So you have to structure it because you just get so busy, and I have to to make sure that I'm available when the buyer and seller at the critical times needs to get a hold of you. So people complain, oh, hey, I can never reach you, but. Call me and tell me you have an offer, and I'll call you right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how funny how that works. Putting out fires, you know, you're taking care of it. And if people just want to talk, you know, I have time for that. But that's usually in the morning and the in the end of the day. I find myself doing a lot of my follow up at the end of the day. But during the day, it is you know taking care of the the most important things for each client. So like. Uh, 
it's just like an emergency room doctor, right? You just take care of the ones you have to. You triage and, and take care of the, the most important. But at the end of the day, everybody's going to get taken care of. Nice. Yeah. Good deal. Hard work, he said. Take yeah. care of people. So um, is there anything that we didn't discuss that you wanted to go into more detail or you wanted to introduce or you want to be known as, right? Like that before, before we wrap this baby up? No, no. I think you guys did a great job and I'm very excited. And this is the crowning point of my whole career right here, being on your show. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going to Facebook everybody I know to catch this podcast. This is a good episode. Yeah, yes. we're going to be teaching a class down in San Diego. How far of a drive? That's too far, right? We're coming up to Manhattan Beach. We're going to come real. up the mountain Manhattan Beach. We stayed Beach. at Shade the last time we were there, that new one by Redondo Pier. Yeah. That's, That's a nice spot. You guys are rolling. I like it. Meet you down there. Yeah. Oh, we try. We try. We, so, didn't call, we should have called you. So we teach an atomic open house class that – is it Deanna or Brianna? Yeah, Deanna. Deanna said that she wanted us to um, – because we sold uh, 60% of our listings through an open house this year. I don't know. Do you guys see that kind of a success on open houses? No, we might be 5%. 60 is very impressive. See, I got a lot to learn from guys. I'm gonna yeah, go. We, we just put yes. drugs in the house, and they all come. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's an edit button on this podcast, right? There's, is there an just edit? kidding? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. The presentation and the marketing of the house, and the better you do it, what we're seeing is is that, and this is why we're trying to put the consumer first. But what we're actually seeing is is that the listing agents are taking control of the marketplace. And that when we do a really good job marketing, that the buyers are coming to our open houses to us first. Yeah. And then even on our high end properties, I mean, I don't know if you guys see that in luxury as well. Maybe the super luxury buyer is more committed to an agent, but we're seeing less commitment, less and less commitment from consumers right now where they're out there shopping without on their, they're out there shopping on their own. Right. You know, I market is probably yours too over the last let's say the last six years it's been really seller dominated where there's you know one property for 10 buyers and then you would see a lot of buyers trying to come to the listing agent direct but now that things are slowing down and there's more option the balance is kind of back to the buyer's agent so it you got to really work with both of them right now it's i wish it was the other way but we're still going to strive to dominate the, the listing side and business does come but to capture 60 percent that's that's impressive thank you we're trying i mean just that i i don't know it, that we're doing anything you know that others aren't but we see the seller even in because in our over a million dollars in our marketplace there's 11 months of inventory 11 months of supply like 11.3 so even when we list a house for one i think we have one for one eight the buyers are coming to us directly. It's, I don't, it's the consumer. I think it's because they're, you know, it's not a poor guy that's buying a house for one eight, right? Like, I don't know that in he's, Phoenix. I don't know poor, that a poor guy buys a house for one eight in his neighborhood. Yes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but it's the doctors and the attorneys and these people, they see less value be, because they could go to the seller directly. And I don't know, I think we're going to probably start taking greater advantage of this. Um, we've been very, we like to keep a, a very good reputation and it's hard because there are people are coming to us and they're like, well, can you write the offer? And then it's like, well, I have an agent and we send them back out to, to do with their agent. But it's, you know, at what point then 
you know, just is a do you double side deals? <laughs> <laughs> no, we love to, but um, not not that often because it's still kind of competitive. So if the property's super hot and it sells in two weeks, probably don't do it. But if it takes six months to sell, that's when we do a lot more double representation because we're the ones working on selling our own listings and we're there every day and we don't quit till it's sold. So the longer it's on the market, the more likely it is that we represent both. And that's just do because you actually, the buyers. When you say we're going to do, is, is open house a core part of your strategy or no? Absolutely. Yeah. Now this is very, very important to being a successful agent in our market. It's kind of where you pick up all those buyers. And so what happens is your signs everywhere, they see your name, they walk in and they see you doing the open house and they're like, wow, I really get to talk to them. And then they see your market knowledge. They're like, and, oh my God, it's Dave Kasky. Holy cow. I saw him on the slide. That's awesome. Good. Awesome. All right. So in conclusion, Phil. In conclusion, it was really great to have you. Thank you for agreeing to come aboard and 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 talk to us about business. I mean, a top 100 team in the country, Dave Kasky and Kasky. Yeah, it's been doing a, it truly. Right, it's sir. been an honor, and you were. Uh, and Deanna is awesome. I agree with you. That's yes, how we you have got great people. That, I, we agree. We agree. She was awesome. She was engaging. She was fun. She was knowledgeable, and uh, and she connected us. So good yeah. job, Deanna. Thank Let's you. Give her a round of applause as well. All right. Any other questions or statements for us, Dave? No, I can't wait till next time. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> you have a good day, sir. See you, bud. Thank you. Happy Bye. Wednesday. Thank you for listening. Now more than ever, it is important to put the consumer first. Check us out on all major streaming platforms like SoundCloud, iTunes, Player FM, Google Play, and Stitcher. Information about one-on-one coaching or solution events, text 480-530-7972.